ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the most famous words in motorsports with your host, Lugs and the Gas Man. Ladies and gentlemen, start your podcast. Hey folks, welcome back to another week of Reckoning Race. I'm your host, Gas Man, with my co-host who has the most... Love. What's up, man? What's up? So, uh, just to let you know, I did already drink one natural light seltzer Aloha Beaches. So, Aloha Beaches <laughs> out there listening in today. Yeah. So, this should be a good episode. Anytime time I start off with a pregame drink, it's usually pretty good. Yeah. I hope uh, hope they run that car again. But that driver's going to a different team. So, we may not see that uh, coalition Yeah, it's again. true. That's true, but I'm and now switching to a Harvick light. There we go, and we'll get to the here in just a little bit. We'll get to why that's called a Harvick light. Yep. All right, folks. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for dialing in, tuning in, streaming in, whatever you do, and telling people about us. If you haven't, what the hell's wrong with you? Tell I've people got, about us. I've got a uh, what's this called again? A monster. Uh, sorry, yeah, about but what's the name of it? The, oh, the rehab. That's right, the rehab. <laughs> the tea lemonade. Yes, that's the best one. That's debatable. It's good, but it's debatable. I like the green one. I think it's called like passion something. I can't remember. This is the best one. No, that's debatable. It's subjective, hey, but it's the best one in my opinion. Hey, folks, wreckingracing@gmail.com. <laughs> Write us, let us know, or let us tell Lugs that he's full of shit and that the rehab is not the best one. I am curious to know what people's favorite are. I see people with all the different flavors, so. Like what different flavors? The, play- <laughs> the, the Our playoff wall just crashed behind you. God uh, dang it. I, I went to your garage to look for a painter's tape earlier, hoping that would work. I didn't find any. So oh. I used a scotch tape again, and that shit sucks on these walls. Your paint's like super slick, I guess. Yeah, I think it's a gloss. Yeah, it must be. Uh, I do have painter's tape. It's in the one of my drawers in the kitchen. But anyways, that's uh, here nor there. Um, yeah, send us your favorite Monster Energy beverage flavor. Yeah. Show some kudos to Monster, although they're not coming back as a title yeah. sponsor next year. Um, I wonder when they're going to drop the shoe on the Kurt Busch thing. You know, the news is going to break on that. Getting, oh, you meant for like renewing for... Yeah, we're getting, uh, getting later in the year, man. We're all, we're into round three, I, I guess. We're round... What, starting however you want to round, look at it. Round two, I guess. Yeah, technically we're in round two, but we're in the final 12. So not a lot of races left. So that takes us down to what, seven races left? Yeah, seven races. It's crazy. Yeah, I guess you're right. The season is flying by. Man, so crazy. So crazy. And I'm sure in the off season we're going to switch to every other week again. Uh, I know we got some amazing stuff coming up in the off season. like personally. I think you're going to be out of the country. I think I'm going to be out of the country. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. we'll start doing our shows bi-weekly again. But you don't want to miss us currently. No. Weekly currently. Weekly currently. There we go. Sorry, I might be slurring my words a little bit. Nothing new there. All right, well, let's jump into some recap. If you're new, listen to us. Hi, I'm the Gas Man. What's up? What's up? Okay, we can go on. <laughs> <laughs> that was very random. Uh, so let's talk about the Roval, man. What'd you think? 
Roval. I know bomb. you're all against uh, road courses, so give me your lay it on me. I enjoyed it. Get no, up, get I, up on that soapbox. I absolutely enjoyed it. So this is a um, my. I guess I mean I get my. I don't want to say hatred because it's not a hatred of road courses for my dad. And you are your own person. I, yeah, true, true. But it it was very interesting because this is the first race I watched with my dad in a long time. So I took really because the looks, the the pictures that I saw didn't look like he was doing too much watching. <laughs> well, he he's an old man, he, so he does sleep during half of it, and that <laughs> doesn't matter what he's watching; he'll sleep through half of it. Uh, so I did take him that morning to watch Rambo, and we came home from Rambo, and then we uh, watched the race. Uh, so actually, that was Rambo. If you like blood and guts and stuff, like you're in that kind of action movie, it was great. So my eyes, god dang, our papers just fell out. I feel it on my shoulder. <laughs> um, uh, so. I, you know what? Full confession here. I've never seen one Rambo movie. What the hell's wrong with you, man? Classic. Classic. You know how I was brought up. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, on on like when your parents were getting a little adventurous, they let you watch Black Dog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a Randy Travis and Patrick Swayze movie. Yeah, yes. that was that was adventurous. Um, no, Meatloaf, well, Meatloaf, come on. What was the other movie that we watched? Your dog squeaking. Uh, breakdown. Breakdown. Yes, breakdown you read with my Kurt mind. Kurt Russell. Yes, yes, you read yeah. my mind. I, you know, I just I actually just played that movie. I found it on like Amazon Prime, and my wife's never seen it. Like a month ago, it's so I had to corny as hell. It. But when we when it first came out, we we're like, "Oh shit, this oh, is awesome!" Yeah, but that movie was was really legitimately terrible. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. I enjoyed it though. Black Dog Two. They're making a Black Dog Two. Uh, no, I was saying Black Dog Two. Oh. T O O as an gotcha. also. I enjoyed. Uh, Wrecking Race at Gmail dot com. Tell us what crappy old movies you like. The Wrath. The Wrath. The Wraith. It's Wraith, Wraith? right? I don't know. W-R-A-I-T-H, We were talking about, I don't think we talked about this on the show, but when you flew uh, from, was it Wisconsin, into Meet Me for Bristol, you (laughs) rented that movie, didn't you, and watched it? Yes, yes. That's a very corny movie as well. Very, extremely corny. straight 80s movie. Corny movie. So, yeah, tell the the listeners the premise of that, and then we'll move on here. Boobs. There's not that... (laughs) That's, that's not, not the, the premise. premise. There is some in there, but that's not the premise. I feel awkward though, sitting next to a person on the plane, and all of a sudden, a pair of titties pops out. So I was like, "You warned me." It was about an this. '80s movie too. It was, and it was like, I mean, I knew it was coming. I just didn't know when because you had warned me about it. So I had my phone turned the whole time, like just in case, because I don't want to be that awkward person on the plane, you know. Anyway, the movie was <laughs> it was about Charlie Sheen. Well, it wasn't about Charlie Sheen. He was in the movie. Um, essentially, I mean, they really didn't get into the background too much. There's no context. <laughs> yeah, so essentially a guy dies, like a brother of a guy dies and... Re- reincarnates as this terrestrial being that drives... Yes, Charlie Sheen. Uh, and, and Charlie Sheen's like driving through town on his motorcycle... Yeah, but whenever he's not around, this car, this old, what was it? Like, a Chrysler. It's a, or a Dodge 200 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. Some concept Prototype vehicle. Prototype car. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's all about street racing, essentially, out in the desert. Mm-hmm. And this car takes it out on this group of people that killed this guy's brother. And basically, in the end, Charlie Sheen, who's the reincarnate of this guy, gets the woman, rides off into the sunset with her. 
and it cars gives the car away. Yeah, and the car has killed every guy that <laughs> in the, town that had anything bad to do with anything. I don't know. It was a terrible eighties movie, but I do recommend someone everyone watch it at some point. <laughs> it wasn't horrible, but it was a typical eighties movie. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed definitely. it. I enjoyed it. It wasn't bad. Not bad as I th- when he first told me about it, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about, dude? I, like, I've seen a lot of shitty 80s movies. And I, how did I miss that one? I don't know. <laughs> but now my life is fulfilled. There you go. All right. Let's so, talk about actual race. Anyways, yeah. how we went down that road, uh, yeah. y- your dad was falling asleep. and Yeah, but anyway, the at the end of the race, he was actually sitting up in his chair, like leaning forward. like Paying attention? Like intense. He was wow. like really like oh who's in what spot oh who's getting knocked out like he he's this old school guy who's like i don't watch this shit anymore because the stage is blah 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 you know and then at the end he's like oh who's gonna make it who's gonna make it so you know? but does he always have it on even though he says he doesn't watch yes it, he turns it on yes because okay. so here's this funny thing because i grew up in a you know we're a very chevy household growing up it was funny because like 10 years ago he bought a ford truck not now but yeah yeah, so ever since he bought that Ford truck, and he know, knows I worked for General Motors for a short time, obviously, and he would he always he's the, he's the kind of guy who does everything he can to just pick at you, pick at you. No. So political views, whatever it is, he's always doing. He's always like, doesn't matter if he believes it or not. He just says shit to you to get you riled up. So he's always texting me, "Oh, just that big Ford one this week." Blah blah blah. So anyway, he stays on top of it to try to give me shit on stuff, oh, which I don't care because I don't have. I mean, I don't. I like Kevin Harvick. I like. I like, you know. Uh, well, not really in the Toyota drivers, really, but uh, Chevy drivers, Ford drivers. I like them all. I don't have really a favorite driver anymore. Now, saying that, I am going to say this. I am going to make a proclamation here on the show, Lugs. I, I kept saying I don't have a favorite driver. I just want to see good racing. After this win, after this weekend, I'm a Chase Elliott fan. Oh, I'm, man. I'm, I'm laying it out there. Bias. Hendrick so Bias. What? No, so what? So what? I just, man, that, okay, so the way he came back, the way he pushed, that burnout he did, not so much the burnout itself, but him standing on the car and the car still moving and he just standing there with his hands in the air yeah. was like such a like an awesome moment to see on TV. It was, it was awesome. That was pretty cool. So t- tell I'm like, you know what? I am a Chase Elliott fan because of this moment. Yeah. N- I mean, I liked Chase. I just wasn't like, I wasn't ever proclaiming myself as a Chase Elliott fan. Solely a Chase Elliott yes. fan. So yeah. now I am a Chase Elliott fan. Gotcha. Uh, so go ahead and tell us a little bit about the race. Uh, what was your, obviously Chase Elliott won it and had the hell of a redemption story in the yeah. process. Um, he doesn't other- know how to turn left. <laughs> well, I think he does, <laughs> yeah. but he did have an issue there once and plowed headfirst into a tire barrier. I think it which, was like 47 laps to go, 48 yeah, laps to go. Yeah, I mean, Leading the race, had actually had a maybe, little chunk maybe of Maybe close to 60 because I remember thinking he's still got time to do it if his car's not jacked, which yeah. I can't believe that car was not more messed up than it was. He had to thank the freaking tire gods for that. So they had to have changed something because last year when all the cars crashed in that Every term. one of them was trashed. They were all trashed. And then I uh, listened to Radioactive this morning, and uh, Eddie DeHaan, his spotter, actually said, dude, your car's actually all right. He, he's like, you know, get after it. He's like, your, your car seems to be all right. And he's like, they did a hell of a, a job with the wall this year. So apparently they changed something. I just don't know, obviously, what. Right. Um, but kudos to the track and 
that car especially, man. I mean, you saw Chase being able to drive that car in so much more deeper into the braking zones and the corners. Like, I don't know what was different with that car versus his teammates or any of the other um, competitors, but it was a hell of a car. Yeah, I, I don't know either, but it was completely different. I, so overall, the race, like, I was... I was glued to my seats, especially towards seats. the Seats? You had seats. more than one? I, yeah, my big old fat ass. <laughs> so anyway, I, I I was glued to my seat the last part of the race because, like, who's in, who's out? Amarillo's that was really in, awesome. Amarillo's out. Newman's in. Oh, here comes Bowman. Oh, shit, Bowman and Bubba. Oh, Bowman's where, – where the hell's Bowman coming from? He's doing – he went from doing nothing all day. Now he's going to I mean, come home second. He literally spun out on lap one. Yeah. Lap one, first, you know, backstretch chicane and spins out. So, I really, I'd, I'd written Bowman off. I, I did that early, and you know, and then he spun again later. Remember, yeah. in turn one, there were several cars that got turned around. Yeah. He was involved with that dude, and he still came back to finish second and make his way into the but next round. Here's the thing: is that it, to me, he didn't really show a lot through the middle of the race. No. It wasn't until the end. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody lit fire under his ass. Well, we saw the same thing when he was at his previous win in the year, right? He got passed by Larson. And then, oh yeah, then pulled his just balls like, yeah. out and just hammered down. Pulled his balls out. <laughs> this is the best NASCAR podcast out there. <laughs> <laughs> There's the visual, folks. Alex Bowman just pulls his balls out. It, it was funny. I like that. So, <laughs> I mean, you got reach down no, deep, yes, get him yes, out, because yes. you know, slap him on Lars's face <laughs> and go on. <laughs> so. Let's move on a little bit. So, Bowman comes back, finishes second. I mean, really, if you weren't a Bowman fan, and and we'll get to the whole shit with Bubba here in a little bit, but just yeah. look at the way he battled back and the way he like charged at the end. Now, Elliot did win by like three and a half seconds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, no one's gonna touch him unless he had another issue. Yeah, uh, that car was just too badass. But uh, yeah, I mean, you got to give Bowman some kudos, man. I mean, to be able to come back from two spins like that you know um i think maybe at one time he even maybe had a penalty because of he spun in the inner inner loop i know they were talking about a penalty i don't know if oh, it was ever issued like or not go, you mean? Yeah, yeah so i don't know if that was that ever came through or not and it was ever dealt to him but nonetheless hell of a rebound for them so yeah ended up rebounding um so, knocked out newman so here's the thing if newman hadn't messed up that inner loop and locked up the brake and had it to would, do a penalty would... only one spot difference I, I don't know and i i think i think boma still been okay only because amarola was hunting newman but amarola would reel him in and, and then, then he'd get gas yeah yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I so I don't, I don't know how that would have played out it would have been very interesting to see yeah it was it definitely was kind of a, i don't want to say sigh of relief because i kind of felt bad for ryan but there was so much battling, and every lap was like... You know what, though? Newman's luck had to run out eventually. How many years, dude, has he squeaked in and just barely, you know, did what he had to do and got into the chase? So, I mean, or got onto the next round or whatever the circumstances are. So, I feel like it was just a matter of time for that luck was going to run out, and that was that was Sunday. Yeah. So, let's back up a little bit, talk about Bowman one more second. 
middle of the race has an altercation with Bubba. Yes. So essentially, they didn't really show it showed the end part of, it, but they didn't really show you no know, a couple laps worth. Um, but supposedly, based on radio chatter, is that Bubba kept giving the finger to Bowman, to Bowman. and Bowman finally had enough and he punted him. Mm-hmm. And so didn't end his day. No, and around. actually, they were racing against like side by side for quite a bit through the race after that. And I thought for sure there'll be more fireworks, and there wasn't. Yeah, well, it depends, I guess, on your well take. Th- there wasn't in the race itself. Yeah, yeah, no, and and you know, I'm not. I'm gonna try to stay neutral on this. I can see both sides of the story, right? But ultimately, <laughs> Bubba's got to realize Bowman is. It, this is a make it or break it day for him, right? Yeah. So he, I mean, he. I mean, he's got you, a sponsor lined up, but only kind of for next year. So any best finish he can get is. Really I don't good. understand why you wouldn't race a little bit smarter. Like for me, if I knew if I, if I knew that was Kyle Busch, right, and Kyle was basically had to finish top five for today, and and he's, I'm holding him up for 25th. I'm gonna let him go, right? Let you go do your thing. Like I'm not even in the title hunt. I didn't make the chase. Not in the playoffs. And we're not saying to just pull over and let everybody pass. No, but just be smart about it. Yeah, exactly. Cho- pick and choose your battles, and that was a battle you didn't need to choose. Yeah. And, you know, previously, the week before, Richmond, Bowman had it out with Dylan. We didn't see anything materialize out of that this week. But Bowman's kind of making some some enemies here two consecutive weeks. You know what? I love it. I love it because the Hendrick team, as we discussed before, is so vanilla. We're seeing some emotion. We're seeing some excitement out of Chase. We're seeing that that fire out of Bowman. I, I like it. Under pressure, these guys, they're, they're starting to come out as them true self, mm-hmm. which is good. So let's go ahead and talk about the outcome of that. So the race concludes. We know Bowman finished second and pointed his way into advance and was very hot, dehydrated. They had a red flag late in the race. There were several lead cars that did not get water while others yes, did. Correct. And so, um, as soon as he gets out of the as soon car, as he gets out, yeah, he sits down, re- yeah. starts receiving quote unquote some medical attention. Some people are saying he was receiving it. Some people are saying that they weren't doing anything, but that's subjective if you weren't there. Um, and Bubba comes up basically and splashes, says something to Bowman. Which I don't. I'd never heard what that was. I, I couldn't tell what it was. Yeah. And then splashes water out of his water bottle at, at Bowman. So, yes. Now, I've watched the video probably thirty times because here's what I catch. He does it twice. He does the water in Bowman's face, and then he takes his hit the bottle and slings it towards the the medical person. Did you notice that? That I don't think so. No. So if you watch it again, pay attention to that that he does the initial. Jerk of the bottle towards Bowman's face, splash him with water, and then whatever's left in the bottle, he kind of slings it towards the medical person. By accident? Or? No, on purpose. It it looks like it's towards the medical person. Maybe it wasn't, but it looks like it was towards the medical mm. person. Like I, had, I saw Gordon got some of yes, it. Yes, he got some of it. So that was Jeff Gordon kneeling down in front of Bowman. Back to the camera. Yeah, yeah. That all this happened, so Gordon got some on him as well. It's just water. I thought it was you know, Powerade the first time I saw it because it looked like yeah, it was it a blue, at blue bottle. It looked like it was blue. I agree. I, people are saying water. I still think it may have been Powerade. Yeah. Or but, some but kind of Gatorade then when I looked, a, Yeah, when I looked a little bit closer, it looked like maybe there was like a koozie or it was wrapped in something. And, okay. And the, the liquid looked clear, but I mean, who, who the hell knows? But 
Regardless, I mean, what's your thoughts on that? You think it was warranted, uh, over the line? So, I, I'm not going to say over the line because we've seen a lot worse from NASCAR drivers. And I am I say, am I going to say I'm surprised to see that at all, Bubba? No. You know, I'm not – should Bubba have been penalized or suspended for a week? Fuck no. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, hell no. In, in my opinion, emotions get the best of us. It was water. It's not like he went and, you know – it was an acid. Punched him in his face or yeah. something like that. So I, to me, it was like, if I was in, if I was in Bubba's shoes, and it, it, yes, he chose the wrong time to do it. Alex was receiving medical attention. Okay, whether they actually had anything attached to him or not, the medical person was there talking to him. He's obviously was not doing well. Maybe not the best timing for that. Mm-hmm. But let's just let's just say Alex wasn't receiving medical attention. Okay. The water in the face, I, I I probably would do that honestly. <laughs> yes, you would. So I I can't I can't fault Bubba for that. Yeah, I do. So I'm not gonna say I condone it, and, I, and I'm I'm not on the Bowman train, but I'm not on the Bubba train. I'm just trying I'm not to saying stay I neutral. condone it. I can just say that it's, it's not yeah, yeah. hurtful. I'm just saying I'm staying neutral. Um, but I think NASCAR is taking the right stance. So they're not really directly addressing it, but they're you know they're not finding him or suspending him or anything. But they are gonna have a conversation about it. Yeah, and I think that's a, that's appropriate. Yeah, no, yeah, have a professional it is. And sit down, listen. I understand you're miffed, you're pissed, whatever, but throwing water at a dude sitting down trying to get his breath, you know, six inches from his face. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of uncalled for. And I was seeing, honestly, this is just my observation scrolling through Twitter. It looked to me like more people were on chastising Bubba about. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, I absolutely then. agree with you. And most of it was like you're, that's chicken shit and stuff like that. But and it kind of was. And again, I'll put myself in Bubba's shoes. One thing, one thing that really irks me. I tell you right now, if I'm really hot, I am very irritable. <laughs> yeah. And and that was a very hot day. Yeah. yeah. So it would not take much to set me over the edge and want to fight everybody. Yeah. I wouldn't. Yeah. And the thing the thing is, is as soon as Bubba did that, like he turned around and like skipped off, like. Immediately, it wasn't like a, you know, further confrontation yeah. or like or you would get up, motherfucker, let's fight. Yeah, or same know, thing like to anybody. It was like he almost ran into somebody because he was trying to turn around and walk off so fast. Yeah. And it's like <sighs> he made his point. He used water to make his point. Really, at the end of the day, it's not that big of a deal. And he walked off. I'm sure. Like I again, pit myself in that shoot. I probably do the same thing. I will walk off and say, "Man, that's a stupid ass move on my part. Sorry, my emotions got to me." Mm-hmm. I'm sure Bubba's gonna be the very same. I am way. curious to know what he says in Dover this week. Um, you know, he'll be asked about a hundred thousand. Oh times. yes, yeah, and and actually, at least we'll get a response. Unlike Kyle, you know, Kyle Bush, Bush. <laughs> yeah. it was Kyle. He would just. So let's talk about Kyle since you brought his name up. Yeah, it's a nice segue. He had a great day, didn't he? Nice segue. No, I don't think he did. Thirty <laughs> seventh place for. Mr. Kyle Bush, uh, what did he had a tire go down, sway so bar him or something? And, him and Larson got together and they cut a tire. But from there, I really don't know. Kind of reading some stuff, it sounded like maybe he hit the inside wall after he cut that tire, maybe, and it bent some stuff. So they were under red flag condition, and he just throws the towel in and takes his car to the garage. Yeah, he just literally just pulls out. I really pits. thought NASCAR would have something to say about that, and maybe they will <laughs> this weekend. But so. Okay, so I understand he had no points to gain, no points to lose where he was with the red, after, during the red flag conditions. There mm-hmm. was, there's nothing he could have gained. There's nothing he could lose. So why not stop? It's hot outside. Why not stop? I get that. 
but the visual it gives, it just goes along with the thing. Like he can't shut his damn mouth. It just, it just, it, it just men- continues to childish, build. Yes. childish mentality. I give up. I quit. It's not worth it. Screw this. I got better things to do. Remember Which that time someone, he quit and Junior got in his car and yeah, drove his car? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, precursor to Junior going to Hendrick. Yes. But, um, yeah, and someone made the comment, and this was an actual commentator, not a fan, but someone made the comment, and they were like, well, his him doing that, you know, he got more eyes on his car and sponsor by doing that than he would have by finishing the race. And, yeah, valid point. So you're going to give my M&M sponsor, because I'm going to act like a child, like more airtime? Okay, I guess I, I see that's that. Not, I guarantee it's not Kyle's intent no, by what he did. No. Absolutely not. But, you know, nonetheless, I mean, I, I guess it did create some more eyes on on his sponsor that's not the way you get eyes on your sponsor well yeah. for most people for most people yeah that i, I was i was not i don't say, say i can't say shocked. i was flabbergasted no if it was anybody else i'd be flabbergasted it was classic kyle no it, other yeah, way to put ab- it absolutely. classic kyle absolutely um while we're talking about JGR, let's talk about uh, Eric Jones had a rough day. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, JGR did not have a great day at all. No. Denny Hamlin spun how many times? A few times. Trix was really the only person that yeah. even contended yeah. or was competitive, it seemed like. So Jones had a rough day, knocked himself essentially out. Um, so he, this was a must-win race because of the issues he had in the last race? Terrible round for him. Terrible Horrible. round. I mean, it went from being like top of the world in a matter of minutes to being the bottom of the world. Yeah, I mean, I think he was outside the top 30 in every single one of these three races in this round, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, to, you know, bad for Eric. I'm curious to see how he does in the 20 next year, if he can rebound. I mean, obviously, he's still got seven races to, to go out and yeah. compete in this year, but... Yeah. Um, it, it's just I, I'll just put it this way: Christopher Bell's waiting in the wings there. Oh sure. sure. And if next year goes the same way, I have no doubt in my mind Bell will be stepping into the twenty car for twenty twenty one. So just a heads up is that I seen a post by Bob Levine today saying that he wanted to have Bell locked in for two years, but because his excuse was because of the next gen car, not Gen Seven. Car. They've, they've nicknamed it the they next changed gen. The name, yeah. Next gen car that they agreed to do a one year contract with an option after that, like they did the burrito this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. So that we opens know what the, that means. Yeah, so that opens the door for 2021. Bell going to dude. Joe, I'm surprised. I bet everybody's got like a one year exit option deal now. Like I think that's probably the norm. I, I'm sure it is. I mean, why would you lock yourself in when this is a sport that's really about? bettering yourself or getting more New, money or newcomer i mean it's better, all about sponsorship dollars what yeah. it comes down to so if you have a driver and there's a guy waiting in the wings that you can get you a sponsor you're going to take that chance exactly that's exactly. what it comes down to so uh we'll go ahead and just highlight the rest since jones didn't make it in um that also put ryan newman eric almarola and kurt bush kind of disappointing right uh fell out never a factor as well I really thought, and I don't have my bracket in front of me, but I really thought Kurt was going to make it further than, you know, I thought he'd at least make it into the round of 12. Yeah, you had, uh, actually, you had uh, Kurt Busch making it to the round of eight. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Where'd you have him? I think I had him, let's see, I think I had him 
make it to round twelve, but not past that. Nope, I did. A lot so of us. I went through the. I went through the, and now all the damn things fell off the wall. But they all were. Uh, most of us had Kurt Busch going one. Yeah, two I rounds. think this is a shock and disappointment to most people, whether you're a fan or not. I think most people had him moving out of the round of sixteen and into at least the round of twelve. So um, the rest, you know, debatable. Uh, we did make speculation on uh, last week's episode. We both agreed that Bowman would be in and Almarola out, so we were correct in our assumption there. So with Almarola, he was looking pretty good for a while. He didn't do anything to like break the bank on a good day, but he wasn't really hurting himself. And there at the end, his crew made a call. Bring him in for tires. Well, they actually left him out on old tires yeah. that burned him. So then he came in for new tires, but it was too late at that yeah, point. Yeah, at that point. And, and, and let's face it, he didn't have the car. No. But if he he just maintained, he would have probably, probably been, been, been a lot in. better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, any At, uh, what else we got from the Roval? So the Roval, I didn't I didn't get to hear much about or see it, but supposedly Suarez had a confrontation with Newman on pit road. Yeah, so they didn't show it live or anything like that. But Newman pretty much checked uh, Suarez up the banking on that very final corner coming on the, to the front stretch on the last lap and that's what caused Suarez the crash there mm-hmm. I guess second to last lap because they kept it green yeah and chasing them were still coming to finish but uh, yeah that was all Newman and then apparently they had words afterwards and I never got to see it full on or right. hear the audio or anything I just saw them like talking so I don't really think it was a confrontation but there was definitely discussion there um he basically painted it up. Newman painted it up as a racing deal. Of course, one one guy is always going to feel like that, and the other one usually doesn't. But okay, so two years of Roval, both years rememberable, great races, right? Best race of the year, potentially the best race of the year. Here's the problem: I can't remember the rest of the races, <laughs> so I can't really for sure. Where say. am I? Yeah, I can't really for sure say best race of the year, best race of last weekend. <laughs> so, uh, so, but what I'm getting to, Lugs, is that let's take out the playoff hypes. How good of a race would it have been? It'd been a decent race, I think. It, yeah, hell. I mean, it would still been a good race, but I think the playoff implications turned it, it from did a, its job Absolutely. to a good race to a great race. Absolutely, it did its job. It made it memorable. Absolutely. Um, you know, I don't collect a whole lot of diecasts anymore, but. I think that will be one I have to purchase for Chase. So you bought Ryan Newman's Yeet car, not Ryan. Ryan what Newman's. the hell? What the hell's wrong with me? Kevin Harvick's Yeet car <laughs> generation. I will. I will safely say on record, I will never buy a Ryan Newman okay. diecast. Okay. What if it was like something super awesome? No. Okay. No. What if it had a Fallout Boy no. sponsor? Oh, damn it. <laughs> That is my one of my favorite bands. Um, probably not, honestly, because yeah, yes, you would. Yes, I know you nah, enough that that may be the one thing that will set you over the edge <laughs> to buy a Ryan Newman because of his dickhead move in Phoenix of 2014. <laughs> okay, I can't he, even remember 2014. Whenever he <laughs> when in the last corner, of the last lap, he dive bombed Kyle Larson to take the last point that he needed to advance, and he kicked Gordon out of the uh the playoffs 
Uh, I think it was 2014. I don't remember. I don't. Don't point at me. I don't freaking know. I don't remember this stuff. Oh man, that, you know I don't remember this stuff. Man, that pissed me off. I think it was 2014. Obviously, he's still holding the grudge. Yeah, because he finished second in the race. He would have had to have basically won to get to the next round, and Harvick won it. And uh, yeah, go look, check, check my facts, folks. <laughs> but I, I'd be willing to bet money. So that's why I just okay. Yeah. Well, maybe I'm you glad can, your memory maybe you is good as it is. Persuade uh, Fallout Boy to sponsor Ryan Newman, so you can prove me wrong. But <laughs> that may be the only way. Okay. All right. Other than that, I don't really have any other takeaways from the race. It was a great race. Don't hate me Memorable. for my musical preferences. <laughs> hey, I've been to a Fallout Boy concert. I'm not saying I'm a fan, but I've been there. <laughs> it's true. At Wrigley Field. That was about a year, actually. It was over a year ago. It was like a year and. Two weeks ago or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Good times. Thanks to Lugs. <laughs> yeah. I go to Chicago wearing shorts and it was like twenty five degrees cooler than Drump. old new wardrobe. Shoes, Shoes socks, everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's about the weather uh, outside. <laughs> Ninety seven today. Yeah, we're in the middle of our southern Indiana. Yeah, it is it is literally October uh, heat 2nd. index is over hundred degrees. October second, yeah. It's supposed to cool off this weekend, though, I think. It is. I'm, I'm going camping this weekend, taking my daughter out. She's eight. Uh, I asked her yesterday if she's excited about shooting in the woods, and she says no. <laughs> so that will be a uh, challenge this weekend. <laughs> Maybe. We're, we're going backpacking. Maybe. So. Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> it depends. I told her she shits her pants. There's no other, other clothes for her to wear. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe she'll pack some. I I think I'm responsible for packing, so <laughs> I will make sure we pack an extra pair just in case. What else um, do we have from the Robo? Uh, Jeff Gluck's poll, 87%. Seven, I figured it would be a little higher. I thought it would be a little higher. I thought the Chase Elliott Nation would come out and yeah, make it 99.9%, yes. So why would 13 how, how much did you say was no? 13%? 87, yes. Oh, 13, no. Okay, so. And they're saying that actually last year's was it 93% yes. So it actually dropped from last year. So last year was, a, again, pretty, pretty memorable race. Finish. Because, yes, finish. Yes, yes, correct. Because of the whole Jimmy Johnson spin, the Larson bouncing off the wall, Blaney getting the I mean, it was like a lot of things happening at once. Um, but I, I'm really shocked. I thought this year would trump last year. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I guess I'm, I figured it'd be closer to what it is. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty uh, wide discrepancy. Yeah, but bottom line is that was the best one of the best burnouts I've ever seen. It was so That not, was very, it was, very it was smart. funny. It was it was neat how he did that. Yeah. For the ones who didn't watch the where he didn't make the corner and he hit the wall, he came back and basically did burnout against that spot. Yeah, so you I was using the NBC sports app, which apparently was about thirty seconds, maybe more than that, behind yours. I was trying to delay my text to you too because I and knew so you you're were like that's that. the best burnout ever and it hadn't played yet for me. So I'm like, man, he must have really smoked it up or something on the front stretch. Yeah. And then he went down there and did that burnout. I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Yeah. So when we were texting I kinda like started to catch on like middle of the race that you were on delay. So I was like, I delayed my text to you, so I tried not to like spoil it. Yeah, and then it was still <laughs> off. So yeah, I apologize. Yeah, you would just be it. really vague, be like WTF yeah. or what the hell or that's <laughs> typical. I'm like, I have no idea <laughs> yeah. what's happening, but something's about to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
that helped me keep my eyes glued to it, I guess. Not that I wasn't, but yeah. You know. Um. So yeah, I think that's a good wrap on the cup race. Any yeah. other takeaways? No, other than uh, if so. Okay, I I do have a question for you. Okay, so there's been discussion of other roval type events at other tracks. Should they do that? Mm. I'm gonna say I'll give you my opinion, then I'll let you speak. Okay. All right. I'm gonna say no because this. You know how Darlington's got that throwback race is its niche? Yeah. This is its niche. Yeah. I don't want to spoil this by influencing so many other tracks to do it. This is, this is, I think it's, should be centralized to this track, this configuration. Anyway, that's my, I, I can see your side and I can agree with it. And immediately this is just where my head went. And I'm not saying I agree with where my head went or that it should or shouldn't happen, but immediately my head went to, doing something similar at Indianapolis. And I can see both sides. A, is the Brickyard a crown jewel? Should it be messed with at all? Or should it be messed with because it's obviously kind of gotten a little mundane from an attendance standpoint? Racing product, that could be argued, I think, the last few years. Sure. But to put more butts in the stands, could a role bring the people back to Indianapolis? And I, I, and I think that would be the only exception. That's the only other track I would want to see it at if I indeed even wanted to see it there. That's would it. you go? Let me ask you this. If Indianapolis announced tomorrow we're switching, we're going to do a Roval, would you go to Indy next year? Besides the fact that it's going to be hot as shit. Yeah, I was going to say, July. well, eh, the heat kind of turns me off. But, I mean, I, I'm not naturally opposed to going to any track. But would, but it, would incentivize it light my fire? You, would it, light my would it fire? incentivize you? I guess being the first time, yeah. Now, if I knew it was going to produce races like what we've seen yesterday and last year at the Roval, then yeah, I definitely would. But would it take away some of the lure that the Roval had yesterday? I don't know, man. I think, uh, I mean, Roval's two for two. They kind of got their own thing going, and I think people are going to stay locked into that. I mean... And I, and if I other tracks so. try to duplicate it, you know, I that's, mean, a, if you that's see, the thing is I don't want them to. I don't yeah, want to that luster. You don't want that to shine, rub off. But yeah, yeah, I don't want go I, away. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I see your point. I think if maybe one other track did it, and that's okay. It. I that's you know it. why, and that's mid season compared to late season. It's not necessarily a bad idea. Because I mean, we, we, you hear you hear it. it. You hear it. Still, people, still, Andy's still a brickyard. Some people want to see more road races, so. A lot of people are dumb. <laughs> you just said you enjoyed this race. <laughs> I, I did. I so did. why not? I can't, I why can't not say I more. enjoyed Watkins Glen. Why not Glenn see more? Or Sonoma. They're okay. Right? I mean, that's your opinion. Okay, what was your opinion of Sonoma and Watkins this Glen this year? year? They weren't fantastic. But, you know. So let's replace one of them not with a race. Roval and Indy. Would hmm. you do it? Yeah, I think I would. Okay. Then, I I, then you know what? If we were able to take one Watkins Glen or Sears Point out, excuse me, Sonoma <laughs> out, bringing out my Winston I Cup think, days, I think if we took Sonoma out, I would agree with that. And left Watkins Glen in. Sonoma and, has not performed consecutively for the last few years. No, so. and change that with Indy Roval to keep the Indy mm-hmm. in the circuit. You know mm-hmm. what? That would be a Crown Jewel Road Course race. That could be. That could be a their niche. Yeah. 
Crown Jewel Road Course. Never heard that before. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> so I, I think there is potential there, but I think it's not adding an extra road course. I think it would have to replace one of them. Yeah. I mean, I, I could... I guess I could see that. I do white like Watkins Watkins Glen occasionally. So I would rather them keep that of the two. <laughs> yeah. Um All right, let's move on to Xfinity. So same course for the Xfinity guys. Yep. Um, wasn't quite as exciting, but it also was not a cutoff race for the Xfinity guys. Right. Um we did see Mr. AJ Allmendinger take the win. And his car passed tech. Yeah. That's awesome. I honestly was a little bit concerned because yes, he's failed yes. it, what, two times previously. Yes. Yeah. Um, but he did pass. He took home the trophy. So good, good on AJ to get in that car. And good for that team, man. College Racing yep. to actually balls. see and get that win after everything that they kind of went through with the win being taken away previously last year and stuff Justin Haley's been going through. Nick Harrison's death. Nick Harrison's I mean, there's just a lot of factors, yeah. so I was glad to see that happen. You could see, uh, God, I don't remember what his first name is, but Mr. Collig, the owner, he mm -hmm. was just on another level after AJ won. So just cool to see a new team to, you know, get to that level. And we're hearing rumors next year that they're going to expand to two cars full-time with potentially... Justin Haley and Ross, Ross Chastain. Chastain. That's the rumor. So, um, and the, Ross has been involved with so many rumors. Yeah. So wherever I hope Ross has a good opportunity, wherever it might be, Cup Absolutely. or Xfinity. Absolutely. I do think he needs more time in a better xfinity team like he's got a lot of xfinity starts mm -hmm. um but they're not with solid teams yeah they're, they're yeah i want to see him in a more competitive car sure. and we saw him with ganassi and the dcc dc yeah. solar thing kind of took that and down. the ponzi car yeah so but i'd like to see him in a college car or you know i mean i really don't care who it is if he got if he landed with gibbs or he stepped into the right. two for tyler reddick next year which yeah, we'll which, get to that here yeah, in just which, a second. Which is a possibility. But, uh, so. That's a whole other thing. Well, let's go ahead and jump on that. So Tyler Reddick's going to move into RCR in the Cup Series. We speculated eight. it, and we used common sense to speculate it previously, but officially announced. So the the two car, right, RCR, mm -hmm. that's going to be open in Xfinity. Why wouldn't I step into that if I'm Ross Chastain? Yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's going to Homestead. That's a that's a given, unless something just incredibly crazy happens uh the two car is going to go to homestead and compete for a championship so if you're ross chastain i mean you even said something that i think about brett moffitt mm -hmm. moving into a new role or new car or into the xfinity series if you're richard childress who you got your eye on to step into that two car if i have ross as an option i would love to have ross in my car over brett yeah so I, I think Ross is at a better place than Brett right now, like and career wise. I think it's Brett could still be in trucks another year and be okay. I think Ross has proved himself. And yeah. I mean, this is his. Well, I don't know how many years Brett's technically been in the truck series. But he but won a championship last year. And yeah, then, second yeah. very competitive year. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I don't see how you could discount or not look at Ross for sure. Um. But who's JGR going to put in that 20 car? I mean, I don't know unless you're going to... Brandon uh, Jones full-time? Uh, he's already full-time. 
I thought he was only part time. Oh, no, uh, no what not Harrison? I'm, yeah, I was thinking um, Ty Majeski or my honest. Well, he was he was signed with Roush. I don't know what he's doing now. He was signed with Roush and got. I don't know if he was released or he's still under. Con- I don't know what's going on there, but you know Harrison's not really setting the world on fire. No, not at all. He was in the Roval race on Saturday, and he didn't really seem to do a whole lot, which is a tough track, I'm sure. And I don't know how much road course experience Harrison's got, but, I mean, again, he just isn't really doing what I thought he would do in the truck series or the Xfinity. So um, some other notables, though, we'll move on. Vinny. Our buddy Vinny Miller finished 25th, so top That's a 25 good for, him. for him. Yeah, because yeah. road courses is not his forte. He's even mentioned that on the show before. Uh, Gray had an unfortunate day and ended up 29th, and uh, Joey Gase came home 21st. So good uh, top, almost top 20 for that team. And talking about Vinny and Joey Gase, congratulations to our winners, Rick Mosher for the uh, Vinny Xbox One NASCAR copy. Heat. Yep. yep. NASCAR Heat 4. And uh, the other person that won, I can't remember their name right now. <laughs> Done forgot about him. Dexter something, right? Uh, Morgan? Sorry. Uh, Ryan Dexter. Ryan Dexter won the Gray Golding copy. It's not Dexter Morgan? Not Dexter Morgan, no. So anyway, uh, congratulations to them. Thanks for following us on Twitter. Thanks for participating. We had a hell of a freaking turnout. Yeah, yeah, over 200 uh, applicants or entries per each one, basically. Per each, yeah. yeah. So keep your eyes peeled. I mean, I don't see why we wouldn't do another giveaway so at some I point. I actually have an idea for another giveaway. Uh-oh. So actually, Gray sent us a couple hero cards autographed. So we will we'll do a giveaway soon, but I'll have a uh, Gray Golding autographed hero card. Okay, cool. For a giveaway. Maybe Vinny will send us one. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> I, I did ask if they have one they want to send with the game, and uh, Gray sent me one for the game and an extra one. Sweet, sweet. Dude, Gray's so awesome. He He's fantastic, man. Cannot ask for a better guy. All right, let's let's uh, let's move into news, knock some news out, and we're going to talk about playoff standings and then our own personal fantasy points and take our uh, make our Dover picks for next week or this week. So, news, uh, anything, what do you want to start with there? Well, yes, we already man. talked about Harvick taking Harvick. Gosh, dang, I, my mind is garbage. <laughs> so, we have already talked about Reddick taking the eight car. Yes. For Richard Childress next year, which yes, just confirmed what we already suspected. Uh, so, I'll take that off my list. Um, the other thing that I seen today that was really fascinating, and I'm drinking a can of, actually, I'm already done finished drinking a can of Harvick Light. <laughs> okay. I, thought, I thought you were going to go in why it was called Harvick. So anyway, Bush is, let's just say this. The marketing people at, at Bush are genius. They're, they're having their best marketing year ever at Bush for the NASCAR series. Let's carry say unless you ask for money to be Venmoed to you and for Bush Light yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we talked about last week. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, when it comes to the NASCAR world, um, so anyway, Bush is like, oh, come to our, come to our attention that we're not the only Bush and NASCAR, which you know how many of our NASCAR fans of non NASCAR fans have made that made jokes to us about that. Why doesn't Kyle Busch drive the Bush Light car? Yeah, dur, right, dur, dur, dur. right, exactly. Finally, so, they're acknowledging and capitalizing. Yeah, so on it. Bush, kind of tongue in cheek, is making fun of that situation, saying that you know the, the Kurt and Kyle are Kevin's biggest rivals. So this week they're having they're going to focus on Kevin driving the car. So this week they're going to have the Harvick car. So where it would say Bush usually 
says Harvick. Yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. It's that's, pretty that's neat. Pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm driving a like NASCAR heat. Uh, <laughs> it's the kid friendly. Yeah, like yeah. You're buying a diecast at Walmart. Where you don't like do that. Yeah, exactly. The yeah. age verification. So they just yeah. got the friendly kid driver name on yeah. there. So, but I, that did come to mind was the winter circles like Rusty Wallace car. Yeah, that's exactly what came like to mind. Rusty instead yeah. of Miller. Yeah. So, but yeah, that I think it, that's on this weekend's car, right? It is. Yeah, yes. at Dover. So yep. look for that. Uh, we had some clarification on the rules packages for 2020. NASCAR's basically announced no changes to the car rules they're going to basically have the same rule package of 2019 and i'm not and surprised because they're going to do so many significant changes for 2021 exactly you can't, or the next gen it, car. yeah exactly so wouldn't really make sense to have two consecutive completely different packages in a totally different car and try to save right. money for the teams so i i i think that's fine i mean this year's racing product's been fine i was going to ask you that what has been your takeaway we went in kind of not if really I had to give it a grade i mean i'd give it a solid b plus man. yeah i've actually been pleased with most of the racing this yeah. year i mean there's not a one race that just jumps out of me that i'm i just wanted to put a gun to my head richmond i mean probably that would have to be it yeah yeah and i mean i'd almost wonder if that's not a, a track problem as opposed to a car sure. problem sure and we kind of talked about that last an episode or two ago yeah, yeah. Um, and then also they're talking about, and I don't, is, uh, I'm, yeah, this is confirmed. It came out today, but they're reducing the amount of team members, the road crew team members, mm -hmm. so not the people that pit the cars or so on and so forth. But the engineers, shock specialists, yeah, tire the, specialists. The, the road crews, yeah, yeah, from 12 to 10. Yeah. So trying to reduce costs there, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and they're also limiting the wind tunnel time. Uh, that teams can access the wind tunnels. To 150 hours. Yeah, and from what I was seeing is, a lot of teams will can will use a wind tunnel any given week for up mm -hmm. to 20 to 30 hours. So that is a significant cut yes. cutback. Yes. So there is talks of like five people per team getting the boot over this. Now it's one of the negatives part of the business. We have to reduce costs to make it more competitive. And and to do that, unfortunately, you're going to be cutting. It's going to, and then turn people are going to lose their job over this. So that is a negative takeaway from all this. Hopefully, yeah. those people can f pick up on, a, on another team or can pick up with you know something else in the industry, something. Yeah, I mean, range to be seen what what will happen there or how that affects the teams. But clearly, uh, I mean, they're they're making changes. And the wind tunnel time. Is only at approved wind tunnels. I think there's only like four. Exactly, and there's two full scale and there's two model scale sizes or uh, locations. Okay. What uh, other news do you have? Uh, I did listen to the Dale Jr. download this week. Did you? I have not. So this, this has been week, a crazy week yeah, with work. Yeah, you got a lot had, going on this week. I understand. I haven't that. had any time, honestly, to. I think I didn't even get to listen to the Hendrick one yet, so I'm like so way I, I've him. actually listened to Ron Hornady, Hendrick, and uh, and the uh, Marcus Smith one. Oh yeah, I listened to those this week, so we, work's been a little slower for me this week. <laughs> um, so anyway, this week they were talking to Marcus Smith, who's Burton Smith's son, uh, who's basically in charge of the Speedway Corp. Um, so Dale Jr. was going on and how he's. He flew to Vegas. Marcus Smith came right out to Vegas to the track. And on the plane trip, 
Junior's trying to convince him that to rip out the ass or rip out the concrete at Bristol, do a cup dirt race in the spring, and then a, and then pave it with ass or as soon as they can. Is that when they make when whenever they do the transition that he's begging first they haven't agreed to any of this obviously, but first he's begging for a transition from junior is from from concrete to asphalt. He said asphalt would be a much better racing and it would fix a lot of your concerns that the fans have. Hmm. He he said why they didn't do that back in '96 when they put the concrete in is because the technology and the asphalt paving was not there. That's mm-hmm. that that is now there. Mm-hmm. So it really was actually a very interesting episode because they started going in talking about this stuff. So anyway, Burton, not excuse me, Marcus Smith is not necessarily opposed to doing one dirt track in the transition period. Well, why not? Probably save him some money. He doesn't have to bring in as many people to rush the project. Yeah, and take your little bit more time on planning. And I mean, just bring yeah. in fifty so, dump trucks of dirt and you're ready to go. Yeah, so that that's a possibility. Um, but anyway, they're talking about how the technology of asphalt paving 50, but. has changed so much in the last 20, 30 years. So he said, you know, when get the heat of the day, the old school asphalt would sag. Mm-hmm. Now they use like a polymer coating on top mm-hmm. that keeps it where it is and, and, and it just doesn't wear. So when they repaved Kentucky, he said that he actually had to find a way to make it feel like an old service so it raced good because he said what, what they're running into is that every track when they did it put the new the new top coat was so hard it wasn't wearing and the racing wasn't good mm-hmm. so we've seen that you know Atlanta and a couple other places so anyway basically they had to when he said whenever they built the layers up the top coat they kind of left the top coat off which was still a very abrasive basically rocks on mm-hmm. the top surface mm-hmm. in Kentucky to make it eat up tires and be good racing. Hmm. So in Kentucky being better the last couple of years, that may be why. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense, but uh, hell, I wouldn't be against that. Yeah. I, either would I, either would Something I. Something different. It might still a little bit of Eldora's thunder, but. <laughs> True. Um, another thing is that Marcus Smith talked about is that the national fairgrounds is not dead. There's still potential for that. Hmm. He said they're getting a new mayor or something in the area that they're going to try to work with. I've heard that go back and forth like two or three times now, so I'm not sure what to believe. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But anyway, it's a very good episode. Uh, Marcus Smith, very nice uh, guy. Him and Del Jr. have a lot of stories together about things, um, about how one time when Lowe's sponsored the racetrack, NBC was going to refuse to call it Lowe's. And Marcus Smith uh, threatened to tow the NBC trucks off the lot <laughs> and actually hook tow trucks up to them unless NBC called it the Lowe's Motor Speedway. Huh. Yeah. <clears throat> so stuff like that, very interesting. That's what I like about because Junior's so transparent with so many things I've never known about, and that's why yeah. I like listening to it. Yeah. It goes back to what we've mentioned a few times this season and recently, but just he's Junior's such a cool – ambassador for the sport oh yeah absolutely shedding those details yeah. on the sport it's just cool yeah i mean he talked about when he's with rick hendrick he was talking about <clears throat> about the contract details and stuff like that like behind the scenes stuff, stuff. you'd never know and stuff with ron hornady like how ron got to start with dale senior and like how much ron hornady helped dale jr build his cars and mm-hmm. stuff and his late model series and stuff yeah. it's very interesting 
All right. Well, that's all the news that I have. Um, I want. I could do got one last thing in news. Okay. <clears throat> there is a uh, Dirty Mo Me- Media also released a 20 minute short video called uh, "Time Machine," a Dale Earnhardt Jr. short film. It's basically like a documentary about his weekend at Darlington. Okay. And they were talking to different fans, and actually one of the fans they talked to is a guy that we've met a couple times. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andrew Higginbottom. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I remember, remember him. him? Yeah, I remember from, him at uh, Charlotte. Charlotte, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they interviewed him as part of that documentary thing. That's cool. Yeah. yeah he goes to a lot of races. Yes, he does. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, I'll check it out. So it's free? Yeah, it's online. just it's on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, all right, so let's run through actual playoff standings, and then we'll do our fantasy points and make our picks okay. uh, for Dover. So uh, we obviously talked about already Eric Almirola, Ryan Newman, Kurt Busch, Eric Jones were eliminated after the Roval. The next, after they reset the points for the next round, the next four drivers that are up for elimination at the least amount of points would be Alex Bowman in ninth, Ryan Blaney in 10th, William Byron in 11th, Clint Boyer. So those are the next four right now as points. So we still got three races to get through, but right now those are the four that would be on the chopping block. Eighth, you've got Larson. Seventh, Kozlowski. Sixth, Chase Elliott. Fifth, Kevin Harvick. Fourth, Joey Logano. Third, Denny Hamlin. Second, Truex. And first, Kyle Busch. Who, go ahead and lay it on me, Gaspian. Who do you think is going to be those that are eliminated? So we still got three weeks, and Talladega is one of them. We got to get through. Such a wild card. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. But so who, here's the four, and I literally had to put no thought on this till you just asked this question because I didn't know you were going to ask that. Um, so here is my four not advancing. Okay, Boyer, Blaney, Larson, and Byron. So, okay, so you think Bowman's going to advance, huh? Okay. Yeah, because, I mean, we've seen you know, second-place finish at the next three tracks earlier in the season. Yeah. Yeah, so that's I'm, good I'm point. thinking good consistency. Point. Even if he doesn't yeah. get seconds, I'm thinking top tens. might be able to keep So you, everything stands the same except for the fact that you think Larson will be the one that drops out of the top eight. Oh, I guess, yeah. And, and uh, yeah. essentially Bowman will make it in. Okay. Yeah. All right. I would not disagree with that. I think Byron has been consistent enough to maybe argue him advancing. And you know, the thing is, is with Talladega, dude. There's no tell. I I know. I know. I mean, Kyle Busch right now is a 41-point cushion. That's with all his bonus points. 41 points. That could be gone. Sure. At Talladega. Sure. Or another race like he had this past weekend. Absolutely. Just at Dover next week. Absolutely. So, so. I, I feel like... The cushion that they keep talking about, these drivers have this huge cushion. I feel like it's deflated a significant amount through the first round. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. Now, I I think when you start the next round... I mean, you're still a race ahead, so that's good, but, I mean, nobody's invincible. Yeah. So, some of these stage points that, that Bush has, like, I don't... So, the, the, the bonus points that he's got... Comes from the regular season too, right? Yes. I think when they start the playoffs, they should they Reset should it. go into it, and then the next round they only take in what they've gained that first round. So you take into the first round what you gained through the regular season. Yeah. You take into the second round only what you gained during the first round. Mm-hmm. I think that's what to me that's way bonus points should work. Yeah. I mean, that could certainly be argued for sure. All right. Well, let's jump into our. Well, do we make our picks first, and we'll do fantasy stands. Sure. Standings. Sure. All right, so we got Dover this weekend. Uh, hit me with your picks. 
I'll hit you with my best shot. Okay. Yeah. So I do love Dover. It's a fast track. Fast, fast track. Um, and Dale Jr. talking about paving says that if they ever switched Dover to an asphalt track, it'd be way too fast. Really? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, let's go with, I'm going to go with the hot hands. I'm going to go with Chase and Bowman. Oh, Hendrick fanboy I'm, coming I'm going out. with my, my favorite driver, Chase Elliott. Here comes the <laughs> fanboy. dedicated. No, I'm not. Fanboy. And then Alex Bowman, because Bowman finished second there. Why not? Well, you are a fanboy. You came out at the beginning of the episode. And of de- Chase, yeah. I saw, your... That's why I was joking when he said, yeah, my favorite driver, Chase Elliott. All right, I'm going to go. I need some points, man, and you'll find out why here in just a second. So I'm going to go. I'm not going Mueller style. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to go Harvick. He had a top five in the spring race. And uh, Truex, I think Truex will be continue to be strong. I, I think he'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I need some points. So I'm gonna go with the old faithfuls there, Harvick and Truex. Uh, so point standing. So we'll get to in just a second. But I'll run through everybody's picks for Roval. Gasman, there you had uh, Truex and Byron out there in Charlotte, and you gained seventy or earned seventy five points this weekend. I had Larson and Truex. I gained sixty eight. Um, skipping next to Jeff Stainhook, he had Chase and Truex. So good points today for him. Eighty-six That's two points. weeks in a row, he's had a good. Yeah, points. last week he had one hundred and thirteen points. So he's yeah. made some, some yeah. ground up here. Um, so Jeff, good good on you there. Joseph Adams had Truex and Bowman, so pretty solid points there. I mean, sixty-nine points. He could have had more if Bowman would have got more stage points, but still not bad. Sixty-nine points there. John Elliott had Almarola and, I'm sorry, that was last week, Kurt Busch and Keselowski this week. 63 points. Unfortunately, Kurt screwed him a little bit there. And Daniel Cameron had Harvick and Boyer. Good points day for Daniel. Got 92 points. Dang. Eddie Greer had Kyle Larson and Jimmy Johnson. Got 69 points. Yep, sorry, my eyes are going cross-eyed there. 69 points. And Jessica Mueller had her usual Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch and earned 44 points. Yeah. The lowest of everybody this week. <laughs> Bet you this time. Yeah. Yeah, it did. All right. So total standings here. Overall standings. We've got Jessica in the lead still, but her uh, points cushion is significantly dropped. She has 2,049 points. Joseph Adams in second with 2,023 points. Gasman, you are in third with 1,995 Jeff Stainhook to fourth. He moved. Oh no, he, yeah, he moved up a spot to nineteen twenty-seven. Who is catching me? Uh, Daniel Cameron in fifth with eighteen ninety-four. Uh, I am still in sixth with eighteen twenty-eight. John Elliott in seventh with seventeen ninety-two, and Eddie Greer in eighth with seventeen thirty-eight. So everybody's about. 30 to 50 points back from their next, yeah, you know, adversary. So dun, 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 dun. basically, Joseph Adams, you're 26 points out of the lead. Gasman, you're 28 points off of Joseph. Uh, Jeff Stainhook, you're 68 points off of the Gasman. Daniel Cameron's 33 off of Jeff Stainhook. Uh, I'm 66 points off of Daniel Cameron. John Elliott's 36 points off of me and Eddie. You only got to get 54 points, man, and you'll be in seventh place. So, um, 
you know, definitely attainable with seven races to go. A lot, a lot of change could go down. So, folks, send us your picks for Dover. Yeah. Uh, yeah should absolutely. be should be a good race, I think. Dover usually produces some solid passing and racing opportunities. So, uh, closing remarks? Uh, I don't really have much other than, uh, you know, I enjoyed this week. I enjoyed uh, the Roval and everything. So yeah, Me too, me too. I'm enjoying my new uh, my new favorite driver, Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. Yeah. You didn't wear your shirt, though. I'm disappointed. I had to work. I don't think work would like me to wear my NASCAR shirt. You had time to change. I did, but I have running to do, so. <laughs> Not running. Yeah, running we, yeah. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've been mean, like errands. Yeah, gotcha. So, All right. Folks, as always, thank you for listening. We love you, and we'll talk to you next week. The check and flag waves on this episode. Tune in next week to keep updated on all things NASCAR. Please like us on iTunes and follow us on Podbean. We'd like to hear from you, so reach out to us too at wreckingandracing at gmail.com. Thanks again and see you soon.